Litcast Slovakia, the podcast about Slovak literature in English. Welcome to Litcast Slovakia number 27. My name is Julia Sherwood and my guest today is the Slovak writer Monika Kompaníková, who is also an artist, columnist and editor. Monika studied printmaking and painting at the Academy of Fine Arts and Design in Bratislava, worked at the Art Forum Bookstore and Publishing House and is now editor with the publishing arm of the daily Dienik N. In 2011, she won the Anna Soft Litera Prize for her novel Piata Lodge, Boat number five, and she's also the author of several highly acclaimed children's books, most notably Hlbokomorské rozprávky, Deep Sea Tales, and Monika's most recent novel, Nasutoku, at the Confluence, was published in 2016. Hi Monika, how are you? Hi Julia, fine, fine, thank you for, uh, for this podcast. You're welcome, and uh, are you enjoying the uh, easing of restrictions? Yeah, yeah, of course. Last year was really terrible, so so I'm I'm really happy that uh, things are changed and uh, restrictions are easing. Yeah. Well, let's hope this is permanent and uh, let's not uh, keep talking about the pandemic because yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'd be here till the evening. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh, literature and uh, starting with your most successful book, uh, Piata Lod, Boat Number no. 5, which has won the Anasov Litera Prize and has been adapted for the stage and made into a film and has been translated into 13 or 15 languages. I'm not even sure. So can you tell us how many translations you have uh, of this book and also what do you think has made it uh, resonate with readers around the world? Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, so it's thirteen languages, uh, including French, Hindi, or or Arabic, and uh, I have just signed a contract with a publishing house from Skopje, Macedonia, and I ha- I have also offer from an Armenian publishing house and. Uh, there are also translators from Serbia and Netherlands who are translating the book, but uh, but without an agreement of publishers so far. So quite quite a lot. And uh, I I think the story is quite bizarre and disturbing. And uh, despite it is set in the twenty first century in the Bratislava, in the city of Bratislava, in the suburbs. Of the city, it is a universal story about the parents and their children. So the place is not so important, or the time is not so important in this story. And it could happen anywhere and in any time. And the second thing that helped the book to penetrate abroad is, I think, the snowball effect of the increasing number of translations. Um, because it is hard to sell the book which was originally written in Slovak language because foreign uh, publishers don't have enough editors who are able to read in small languages. So if the publisher could read the book in French or English or Russian, 
uh, the chance is much higher, uh, I think. And the third thing is that we don't have literary agents or publishers who offer who offers the books on auctions or give rights to the other publishers. There are no literary agents in Slovakia at all. I don't also I don't have literary agents. There is an author's organization which represents my author's rights and managing my contracts, but they are not here to make an offers. And there is also the Center for Information on Literature. And they have been doing a very good job in the last few years, uh, but there is no long-term tradition. But you certainly have made it. And uh, <laughs> although uh, boat number five uh, was translated into English by Janet Livingstone more than five years ago, it's only coming out in English uh, this October from Seagull Books. So how important is it for you to have a book translated into English? So as I said before, it is very important because uh, of the other translations, because now uh, the, there is a chance to to have other translations. And uh, thanks to private donor, I had uh, the English translation rel- uh, relatively soon after the release of the first edition of the boat number five. Uh, but we had to wait several years for the contract. But finally, it happened thanks to you, uh, Julia, and thanks to to Janet Livingstone. And I I know it was it was not easy, because you you couldn't refer to some famous Slovak writer writers because there isn't someone like, uh, for example, Kundera in Czech Republic, or Olga Tokarczuk in uh, Poland. So I hope the book in English could open the door to larger market, maybe to bigger publishing houses, and uh, not only for me, but maybe for other Slovak writers. Yes, I very much hope so too. Let's hope that uh, this book will help open the doors for others as well. Uh, let's move to the theatre and screen adaptation what uh, what was it like to see it on stage and in film and uh, how involved were you in in these uh, transformations mm-hmm. um uh, it it was really great and i uh, was lucky that the movie adaptations uh, movie adaptation was much better than i expected and it was also successful here in Slovakia and also abroad on the uh, festivals, international festivals. Uh, and I know it is not usual that author is satisfied with the adaptation, with all the parts of the adaptation, because there are actors, there is a music, camera, atmosphere, colors, everything. Uh, and sometimes directors change uh, the story uh, or the message of of the story significantly, or they they are pushed to do it more commercially by by the producers. But in this case, everything was was great. Uh, the director was also the producer; it was the same person, so she had the whole control. Uh, and actually, uh, nobody believed that it could win uh, the Crystal Bear. 
prize on International Film Festival on Berlinale and uh, many other prizes. We were, we were really surprised. During the screenplay writing, filming and post-production, my role was to read the script in different stages and to talk with director uh, Iveta Grofova and uh, think about the story and the characters again and again. We had many sessions and we talked about this uh, really a lot. And uh, I saw also the, the photos of the potential girl actresses and helped two filmmakers to, to choose one. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was funny when uh, when the filming days started. Uh, I was on the location uh, on the place, but only once because uh, after a few minutes, I realized that Iveta, the director Iveta Grofova, she knows exactly what she is doing and what she wants to achieve, uh, and uh, me. Uh, I have, or I had also the exact vision. So uh, two persons uh, like this on the one place, it doesn't work. <laughs> so I had to trust Iveta uh, that she will do her best. Um, but it was really exciting to, uh, to, to be there and to see and to talk to the girl I created in my mind before. Uh, yeah, it it was really exciting to to see Yarka, um, the main main character from the book. And uh, yeah, I have another experience with the adaptation of my children's uh, of, of my book, of my children's uh, book, uh, the end of the world and what is beyond, which was not successful. Uh, because I refused to change the line of the story as radically as the screenwriter wanted to do. In fact, this takes us very neatly to what my next question was going to be, and that is about uh, your uh, writing for children. You have actually published uh, three short novels and several books for children. Uh, so what has made you turn to writing for children and uh, what was the inspiration behind your most famous children's book, uh, Deep Sea Tales, Hobokomorske Rozprávky? It's simple because my boys were born. I have two, two sons, Michal and Jakub, and the older one, when he was three or four, uh, he was interested in fish and he spent many, many hours uh, drawing the thousands of sea creatures. <laughs> and uh, he had a lot, a lot of questions about uh, the deep sea fish. Uh, so we have uh, we had to watch uh, documentary movies and read uh, articles about them <laughs> to have some answers. <laughs> And uh, he, he went uh, deeper and deeper to the sea. And uh, he found uh, the deep sea world, uh, which is really fascinating also for us. 
And uh, meanwhile, I was asked by uh, Slovak National Radio to write a few short stories, like uh, goodnight stories for children. So I, so I, I wrote uh, stories about the ugly uh, deep sea fish and the deep sea snake. And uh, two years later, when I started to work in Art Forum bookstore, and it is also the publishing house, so I uh, decided to publish them because it were it it was easy, <laughs> and they are becoming really popular. Two of the projects that you have done recently uh, sound particularly intriguing, and I'd like you to tell us more about them. So one is the collaborative Czech Slovak publication, Kvapki na Kameni, uh, Water Dripping on Stone, and then a series of CDs called Toddler Punk. Yeah, um, to Toddler Punk is my favorite project now uh, because I always wanted to do uh, to do some music. I like the concerts, festivals, but I don't play neither musical instrument nor sing. Uh, but I realized that I can write the uh, lyrics, so I wrote few lyrics for um, rock band Corbendalas. And they were quite successful. Uh, my, my colleague uh, from uh, uh, Denigen and my friend uh, Oliver Rehak, he introduced me to Lubos Kuklis. And Lubos is the singer and composer. Uh, and I really like the way he does the music, the way how, how he sings and composes. And we all have small children. And we all uh, miss um, or missed uh, the music for children. Uh, that kind of music uh, that also the parents could hear. Uh, you know the situation when you go in the car uh, to holidays and you uh, you have uh, and the music go uh, over and over again the same music or at home because children yes. want to hear it again and again. Um, so, so we composed few songs for children. Then we formed a rock band, and uh, we had to raise the money to record it in the good studio. And uh, then we re released the album. And uh, because my lyrics are quite epic, there is always some some story. Mm -hmm. uh, so I wrote also the short stories. Uh, based on these songs and uh, uh, that's the reason why the booklet has the f uh, has a form of the book so it you can you can buy a book and there is a QR code uh, uh, which leads you to uh, to the music parents really appreciate this album uh, because it is uh, rock it is a rock album and the musicians are really good. And the second book you asked for, uh, The Droplets on the Stone or The Water Dripping on the Stone. I don't know what what is better. Oh, it, it was a large and complicated project, really complicated, because I wanted to, pub uh, to publish a book about the important and interesting uh, brave Slovak woman. 
and I was inspired by American Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls. But uh, when I started to think about and choose the, the woman, the names, uh, I realized that because of our long Czechoslovak history, I couldn't skip the uh, Czech woman. So I found uh, colleagues uh, with a similar plan in Czech Republic, and we decided to, to do it together and publish the book in two languages. So it was publish, uh, published in Czech Republic in Czech language and in Slovak Republic in Slovak language. But we mixed uh, Czech and Slovak woman uh, in the both books, in the both uh, editions. And uh, we put together more than 40 women authors, writers, illustrators, editors. There was a graphic designer and translator and, and, and many, many others. So it was really, it, it was really complicated uh, for managing. Uh, I wrote five or six stories and we had uh, 50 stories at all. Uh, and uh, we had nine writers and... Uh, I think almost 20 illustrators. Uh, you also work as an editor and columnist for uh, Denik N, uh, which has recently published uh, a school book uh, aimed at children from socially deprived backgrounds and also a bilingual Slovak Roma uh, illustrated spelling book. So how did these books come about and in what way have they broken new ground? Mm-hmm. Um... If you mean uh, the book written by uh, Yurai Chokina, the young teacher, about the education of Roma children, uh, I don't know how to translate the title. A okraj máš kde? Is it to do with uh, okraj as in a book? So margin or... Uh, yeah, margins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Margins uh, mm-hmm. in the... Yeah. Uh, so it, it was uh, his idea. Uh, and I was really happy he offered it to us because um, uh, since I attended several sociological field researches in the Roma settlements, it was almost 20 years ago I was a student, um, I was fascinated by this ethnic group uh, and, and the way they think and, and live. Um, and as, as far as I can tell, their situation is getting worse and worse in these 20 years. Nothing, uh, n- there is nothing better, I think. And uh, with my colleague, Juraj Konik, we decided to write more uh, more about this problem in our daily Denigen and do it systematically, not only to observe, but uh, also try to explain the, the roots of, of their problem or of, of the problem, because it is not only their problem. Um, so uh, this book was something we waited for, and I think it is a very important book that can uh, help, and I, it already helped to change the education system in Slovakia and the way how Slovak teachers think about the Roma children or, or socially deprived children in general. And thanks to this book, we realized that one of the reasons why 
uh, one of the reasons why Roma children aren't so successful and motivated in the primary school is the language they simply don't understand. Uh, believe it or not, even their teachers don't reflect the fact that their first language is Roma language, not the Slovak language. And if they spend their whole childhood in the settlement uh, without contact with a uh, majority, they have no chance to learn Slovak properly. Uh, and our education system doesn't reflect it, this, this fact. So they have nor bilingual books, uh, nor other uh, educational tools. Um, so so we decided to publish an illustrated spelling book for children who are in the first grade of primary school. And uh, what was very nice uh, and really unexpected, it was the interest and financial support from the ordinary people because we had to raise uh, some money to publish it. And we raised a really huge amount of money, much more than, than we expected. So we could print uh, more than 10,000 books and prepare other, uh, other bilingual tools for teachers and send them to schools for, for free. Um, and uh, we know we, we will not save the children save those children, uh, but we wanted to point out this language problem and help to teachers to understand them and to understand how deep the problem is because many of them, they don't know, then they don't understand what's going on. They just think that uh, uh, the children are stupid or lazy. Uh, but they uh, stand on the totally different starting line. So we hope we can help um, with, with such a spelling book. I'm sure this is a really important contribution. It's great work that you're doing there. Now, uh, apart from children's books, uh, you also uh, work on uh, books in translation and new works by Slovak writers uh, at Denik N. So can you tell us uh, what kind of books uh, you choose uh, to be published uh, in, in this publishing house? Mm -hmm. uh, we are just creating our editorial policy and I'm responsible for the books uh, written by Slovak authors. Um, and we, we know that, that we can change the way the people think about some topics. So, so we try to choose those topics which are important or, uh, on the other hand, uh, which are in, invisible. And we know that we can make them visible. So we publish the book about the education of Roma children, for example, which is totally marginal topic. But we were able to sell the thousands of copies. Uh, so now, now we know we can we can do it, uh, or uh, we published a book about the abortions in Slovak history, uh, or about the autism or depression. And uh, for example, now I'm working on the book about the myth uh, of socialism in Slovakia. Um, I missed uh, such a book on the book market. 
for a long time. So when I realized that the group of Slovak scientists published a scientific study on this topic, I asked them to publish it as a book and adapt it to the average reader. That is what I'm doing with the text. Mm-hmm. To, to choose them and to decide what to do with them, how to publish them. Um, and uh, there is, for example, another problem problem or topic or theme I'd like to handle as an editor. Uh, the Slovak aristocracy. Uh, because I think that this is another white spot in our history. Uh, there are thousands of abandoned, restored, or, or completely vanished manners. And we don't know much about the families that lived there uh, just 50 years ago. Not a uh, uh, thousand years ago, uh, just the 50 years ago. And we don't know almost nothing about them. Uh, because they have to, they had. They were forced to leave the country uh, in the 50s after the Second World War and during the, the communism rule. And there are amazing stories of countesses or earls, uh, but they were systematically erased during the communist rule. So I have to build a concept to find the writers and do all the necessary things to publish the book. So that's my work uh, as an editor. Um, and a, a year ago, we started to publish also books in translation, uh, essays about democracy, uh, books about the fake facts, facts uh, for example, or uh, let's say lighter books about the parenthood or lifestyle. So it is really wide range of, of themes uh, we, we, we publishing we are publishing so generally non-fiction yeah yeah non-fiction and in terms of your own writing uh, is there anything you're working on at the moment oh uh, last year uh, I published four children books and and I wrote several articles to, to, to daily. So it's quite a lot for books in one year. Oh, it's enough. And uh, now I need a rest. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but, but we are now working on the second album of Toddler Punk. Uh, but that's all. Just, just the lyrics. I'm writing just the lyrics. And uh, I need to move a new, uh, to a new house. Uh, so last year I was focusing on manual work and reconstruction projects. <laughs> I, I built a concrete stairs and a wooden wardrobe uh, and I painted uh, the whole house. So um, You built, uh, built the stairs yourself with your own hands? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I, I like to work manually with, with saw or, or drill, and I like to mix uh, building chemistry. <laughs> so now, now uh, I could write a book about the do it yourself project. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, so we've learned about uh, your hidden talents. So, uh, yeah, yeah. 
thank you very much uh, for uh, speaking to me, for coming on the podcast, Monica. Uh, jack of all trades. <laughs> and I wish you uh, luck with all your projects. Thank you. Thank you, Julia, and thank you for the invitation.